This drill is just to help you guide your way through optic flow and how objects move in the scene around you that you take for granted. I want to point out how your brain uses information to figure out depth. The best way to do this is if you're inside a structure and be able to look out a picture window of medium size, maybe two or three feet in width. And as you gaze outside of that picture window, locate a couple of objects, one in the far distance, at least a hundred yards off in the distance if you can, and then another object that's closer, somewhere in the 20 to 40 yard range. You just have to estimate this. It's not critical that this be exact. So you have the two objects and you have the picture window frame and you have yourself about 10 paces, five to 10 paces away from that picture window, looking outside at these objects, whatever they may, might be. Now I invite you to just shift your weight to the left and slide your body over to the left until that far object disappears to the edge of the picture window. And then come back to the right and move to the right until that object in the distance moves just lined up or disappears at the right edge of the picture window and come back to the middle. Now you'll notice that the object in the foreground has already has stayed within the picture window frame. So in other words, if you do this same movement, lateral movement, with the foreground object, that object that's 20 to 40 yards ahead of you outside of the window, it, you'll notice that you'll have to shift even further to the right or further to the left in order to get that foreground object to the edge of the picture window. Okay, so what does this teach us? Well, that movement laterally and that motion of objects in the periphery as we move help us determine how far that object is from us based on how far, how fast it's moving across our visual field. That foreground object moves in a lot of ways slower relative to our motion. We have to move farther in order to get that foreground object to move. That background object, on the other hand, moves much less in our overall scene as we move. So this little demonstration helps you to visualize a target and actually picture a picture window when you're out there on the course that bounds the frame, the scene around the target. So if you're choosing a target like a pin at the, on the green and you just make a square window at arm's length with your hands, you can look through that picture window rather than having to have a real picture window. And as you move, keeping your hands steady, you're able to watch the object move in within that picture window. Why is this important? Well, 
in some ways it's not. In some ways, your brain is already calculating all of this information, and you've got the target locked in. But the more you move laterally, left and right, and look at the scene ahead of you, the more distinction you can make in just objects at a distance. The, the proximal objects, those objects that are close by. Don't need so much of this in order to discern which one's closer and which one's farther. And the trees behind a green or the bunker in front of a green complex, pretty evident that one is shorter and one is longer than the pin. But as you move, your brain starts to dig in and get a, a sense of that information without you having to cognitively know anything. So I invite you to try to play with this drill a little bit, maybe even draw lines in your head from that left position and that right position that just lines up that distal object with the picture window, noticing where those two are. Whether it's a full step, probably about three feet, if your picture window is about three feet in width. That distal object will require about three feet, a little bit more, to move to obscure it, or to line it up with the edges of the picture window. And then, if you draw the lines and stand in the middle again, you'll be inside a little wedge-shaped pizza slice. And this is your. This can become your playing field. Limiting your vision to this slice, this pizza slice, helps orient everything about your swing, about the ball, about this golf shot about to be executed, to stay in the boundary of that pizza slice. Now, of course, we can't control the outcome of every shot, but if we're playing in a playing field that's this narrow, the likelihood of ours staying in bounds because our brain has pinched and zoomed into this playing field, and is ready to enact this shot within the framework of that boundary, we're bound to be more successful at staying on target. You might think that this kind of drill would need a better visual, and certainly a diagram of the triangles of motion parallax of optic flow are available, and you could look at them. But I'm inviting you here to play with your own visual sense, to notice how objects move, especially through a picture window. But this can be done even without that picture window in front of you. But for now, the other piece to play with is how far you are from the picture window. You're still looking at these two objects—a foreground object, a background object—within the overall scene through that picture window. And if you are able, move between about five paces from that picture window, and do the right movement, the left movement to frame 
that foreground object and the background object. How much does do you have to move for the scene to move such that the background object orients lined up with the edge of the picture window? And how far do you have to move? Probably farther, like absolutely farther when it's that foreground object that you're trying to line up with the edge of the picture window. So this is accomplished at five paces and you can back up and repeat the action at about 10 paces away from that picture window. Move left, move right, looking at the background object, move left, move right, looking at that foreground object, and then take in the whole scene as you rock back and forth, left to right, and notice how those two objects move relative to each other, how they're sliding in the background. Our iPhones naturally do this with the background image to create a sense of depth in a two-dimensional screen. But as we look outside of a window, this is real three-dimensional objects that are demonstrating this real phenomenon that our brain interprets in the middle temporal lobe and allows ourselves to know exactly which object is in the foreground, which object is in the background, and how the visual scene gives ourselves a sense of depth and the ability to then go about hitting the target that we're acquiring.